Hello and welcome to Renewing Your Mind, a web-based ministry of South Bay Community Church located in Fremont, California. It is our prayer that today's broadcast will be a blessing to you. Let us prepare our hearts to hear the word of the Lord. All right, how's that? Now that means I got to tell my joke all over again. <laughs> 600,000 men, 600,000 men, not counting wives and children, 600,000 men. Now to get that, just think of the football game today. The average stadium, they may have 50,000 people. To get to 600,000, you need almost 10 of those stadiums. 600,000 men, not counting women and children, was what Moses led out of Egypt. They're now in the desert. And every day from sunrise to sunset, Moses is counseling those people. Now think of this. You know, when we go to the grocery store and it's time to check out, what do we do? We look for the shortest line. When we get in line and it don't move, we get impatient. We wonder what's wrong with those crazy people up front. And especially if it's an old person like me. And they're opening their purse and they can't get their money out. And you're saying, for God's sake, couldn't you got that before you got up to the counter? <laughs> now think of Moses standing in line. You've got people waiting in line in their desert. 600,000 people lined up waiting, waiting to get a moment to tell Moses what their problem is. And Jethro comes, he's Moses' father-in-law, and he sees what's taking place, and he says to Moses, this is not good. This is not good. First of all, you're wearing yourself out, and secondly, you're wearing the people out. This is not good. And so Moses listens to Jethro. As Jethro says to him, let me give you some advice. Here's what to do. He says, I want, you, I want you to find yourself some other representatives before God to whom the people can bring their disputes. Teach them the decrees and the laws, he says, and show them the way to live and the duties that they are to perform. Select capable men from all the people, men who fear God who are trustworthy, who hate dishonest gain, and appoint them as officials over thousands, hundreds, fifties, and ten. In other words, what he says to Moses, don't stop what you're doing. Just share what you're doing. Don't stop serving the people, but get others to serve the people along with you. You see, God has never designed us to do his work by ourselves. If you remember back in the book of Genesis, when God talks about giving to 
Adam, Eve. He says, I'm giving you Eve to help you. And if you recall, when Jesus begins his ministry, he does not do it alone. He goes and he finds 12 others. The Son of God chose others to help him do the work that God had called him to do. Because trying to do God's work by yourself will wear you out. The story is told of a of a uh, of a horse who was uh, in a pulling contest in Canada. And the winning horse in the contest pulled 9,000 pounds. The runner-up pulled 8,000 pounds, and someone got the brilliant idea of what would happen if we put the two of them together. That means they could pull 17,000 pounds. But what they found when they put the two of them together, they pulled 30,000 pounds. That's why Jesus created his church, you see. The church was created in order for God to have People working together to accomplish his purpose in the world. Christianity is not a lone ranger religion. And it certainly was true for Moses. And it's certainly true for those of us who are seeking to do God's work today. And so God created a role in the church and he called them elders. And Paul wrote to a preacher named Titus, and he told him this. He says, the reason I left you in Crete was so that you may straighten out what was left unfinished and appoint elders. Did you know elders are called pastors in the scriptures? Because their job is the same as a pastor. The the elders of a church are shepherds, just like a pastor. They work protecting the church and leading the church to lead others to honor and follow Christ just like the pastor. New preachers or now preachers are also shepherds. It's true. Preachers are shepherds, but elders are also shepherds. They, just like the pastor, are called to be shepherds. Elders are not to do their work alone either. Because they are given deacons. Deacons and elders together are to do what the pastor does in shepherding and caring for the flock of God's people. Now, why would God want elders and deacons to do what many of the preachers ought to do? That's what we think. Isn't this the preacher's job? It's because God understands that a preacher can preach and preach and preach and preach. And the preacher can do all kinds of ministries in the church. But hear this. If the preacher does the job alone, the church will not grow and mature. It is not possible for one person to do alone what God has set in motion others to join in helping to make that happen. When everybody in the church pulls together Around their elders and deacons, they get far more done than one man or one woman in the pulpit could ever do. 
And the beauty of this is that this church, this church over the years has had some phenomenal elders. For 28 years, we have had some incredible, wonderful elders in this church. In fact, I was thinking Wayne Calhoun was our first elder. It was a philosophy that was in this church from the day it was conceived. It was never conceived that one person would try to do the ministry all by themselves. From day one, elders were appointed and served to help make the church happen. And this whole shepherding idea was to filtrate throughout the church so that we all together were caring for people together. Elders, deacons, pastors, serving the people that God had brought to us. That's a fabulous little scripture I'd like to end my section with. Have I got two minutes? There's an interesting scripture in Matthew chapter 9 and in verse 36 it says this about Jesus. It said, when he looked out over the crowds, his heart broke. So confused and aimless they were like sheep with no shepherd. You know, there are five really important components to being a good shepherd. And for an elder or a deacon or a pastor, they're not any different. Good shepherding leaders focus on individuals, not crowds. To a shepherding church and to a shepherding shepherd or to a shepherding elder or a shepherding deacon, it's, it's, it's a realization that every person matters it changes the world one person at a time a shepherd in community or leader or shepherd or elder or deacon or pastor listens to people because it realizes that until we learn to listen we cannot minister to them Christians tend to talk too much and provide answers before they even heard the questions. Shepherding leaders listen. Shepherding leaders take time for people. Churches today are so busy. People are so busy until people are not convinced that their leaders really care for them. If we're too busy to take time to help people, we will not be a great church no matter how large we become. Shepherding leaders determine a person's felt needs and then addresses them. Sometimes we're so quick to give spiritual answers when the question might or the answer simply might be a piece of bread. People are lonely and hurting and ill-equipped to deal with a world that's changing faster than they can adjust to. A shepherding church, a shepherding elder, a shepherding deacon talks about their or gives guidance to people who lack wisdom to be able to deal with the changes and impact of the world in which they live in today. And then they empathize with people 
hurt with them, share their sorrow with them, feel their pain with them, touch them. A shepherding church or a shepherding leader craves or knows people by name, by listening to their heartbeat and knowing how much they need to be shepherded. What a privilege God has given to us at South Bay. We have a history of good elders. We have good elders today. And God is still calling people to be elders and deacons for the years to come. And so today, we set them apart for that which God has called them to do. Thank you for joining us for this installment of Renewing Your Mind, a web-based ministry of South Bay Community Church, located at 47385 Warm Springs Boulevard, Fremont, California. We can be found on the web at www.sobcc.org. We'd like to take a moment to invite you to come and join us in person for one of our dynamic Sunday morning worship services. Services begin at 8 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. each Sunday, and we would be so blessed to have you come worship with us. We'd also love to hear from you a word about how this ministry is helping you renew your mind for the glory of Jesus Christ. So please contact us, and we pray God's blessings over you the rest of this day. God bless.